Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Give it a try today. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me, at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com, where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account, at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. We're going to start the show just a little bit different today because Ryan Clare, a wonderful singer and songwriter, has a new album out, and he is on the show today. And I thought it would be very appropriate to open the show not only with one of his tracks, but actually two of his tracks, because his new EP, Among the Pines, has this really great instrumental that really gives a feel for the whole album. And I really want to give everyone listening today a feel for the journey that you're going to be on. So I'm actually going to play the first two tracks. The first one is an instrumental, and then it'll lead into a song called Among the Pines today on the show. And then we're going to go right into the conversation conversation about this new EP Among the Pines by Ryan Clare and at the end of the show make sure you stick around too because we're going to play another song called This Old Coat at the end of the episode. It was a great conversation we had today. I just finished recording it moments ago and this is going to be a great episode so stay tuned.
around thee in the fog of the chimney smoke Where the sun will rise on the mountains Clothed with snow Where the dew will rise on the misty morning And the water smooth as glass The calm will take my breath away I'm home at last I lay beneath this old tree by the river near the water's edge I hear the stream so peaceful my soul finds rest As the silence breaks to the sound of laughter and songs fill the air Children gather round the table with thanks and prayer Hear the church bells ring at the dawning of light as creation sings his praise bursting with life for all the fields are swayed with hands teach God's of the wind and every flower fills an awful Voices in My Head. 
As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I'm so glad that you can be here with us again this week. Today, I get to talk with Old Bear Records recording artist, Ryan Clare. Born and raised in a small mountain community in Southern California, Ryan was the firstborn child to a young mom who did all she could to raise a kid amidst trials, heartache, and broken relationships. Though she didn't play music, music was something Ryan's mother shared with him at an early age. Music has a way to help escape reality and bring a sense of joy and peace in the moments of pain and uncertainty. Well, in his early teens, Ryan packed up his guitar and spent much of his life playing in bands, finding out who he was as a musician. And a few years later, a now-married Ryan Clare, a father of five, has reached a place where he feels at home in his life and in his music. Ryan writes songs that tell his story, a journey of faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. In 2018, Ryan Clare's Less Traveled Road LP introduced us to his impressive, gritty southern rock chops with an absolute barn burner of a record. The year 2019 found Ryan adjusting course in more ways than one. He made the westward move to the scenic Pacific Northwest where, inspired by his new surroundings, he penned a starkly minimal sophomore album. This brings us to the present. That album is Among the Pines, which released on January 24th, 2020. Among the Pines is a musical journey of the soul, with Claire positioned as a narrator on a solo trek through the mountains. Today, we get to talk with Ryan Claire, and I'm so pleased to have him on the show. Ryan Claire, welcome to Voices in My Head. Hey, Rick. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we were able to to work this out all weekend long. I've whenever I've had the chance, whether it be in my car or in the house, I've I've been listening to your album, and uh, it's it's such a uh, it's a good album, and it's so unique and really different from your last project. So as we get going today, I just want to congratulate you on on a job well done because I, I know what it's like uh, going into the studio and working so hard on something. And, and you've done very well. So congratulations on this great new release, Among the Pines. Oh, man, thanks so much. This is uh, just a blessing and just a really exciting time for, for myself, for my wife and family. And uh, just blessed to, to be able to release another project. Well, I, we're excited for you. And, and I, it's it's really going to be a great chance, I think, today to, to sit down and just kind of find out more about what went into the making of this album and, and kind of your heart behind it. I hope this will be an encouragement to you. Uh, things have been kind of crazy at my house over the last couple of weeks. As, as you know, I've had surgery on my arm, and even just today, just before oh, we recorded, yeah. I had some stitches out, and oh, and no. plus we've had sickness, and like my son's been sick, my wife's been sick, and so everything has been kind of up in the air and just crazy around our house the last couple of weeks. But last night, I was in the kitchen, and I was listening to your album on my phone, and... Uh, and my wife walks in, and she goes, oh, that's nice. You know, <laughs> just like, and she hadn't had a chance to listen real close. Yeah. Um, but coming from, from her and a person who, she can be pretty picky about music she hears, you know, sure. it was almost like a breath of fresh air to her to walk into the room. So, uh, so you definitely get the James family endorsement on that end. Awesome. That's so, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about sort of the transition from your last album to this new EP. You have a voice that I want to describe as being, first of all, this very powerful voice, mm. but also at the same time, it's it's so tender at times it almost wants 
to make me cry, you know? (laughs) So there's this tender power that's there. And you really showcase it on on your previous album, which really had a Southern rock feel. Yeah, right. Um, What moved you to go from an album like that Mm -hmm. to really a year later coming to this very... Uh, sort of reduced sound um, that that really is. I almost feel like I'm listening to a Western soundtrack in some ways. What I'm listening yeah. to. Yeah. But, but tell us kind of about that journey to Among the Pines. Sure. Yeah. You know, a less traveled road. When I wrote that, I was in worship school. It was really a, a time of just excitement and victory and just uh, um, you know celebration, really, because I was journeying into songwriting again so there's a lot of excitement there i had a lot of people surrounding me that were affirming what i was doing um and then moving from minnesota to washington as anybody knows uh moving is really a a difficult thing it's a difficult season uh you feel lonely a lot of the time uh you're transitioning you're making new friends you're meeting new people uh you still haven't built that uh that firm foundation of uh close uh, musicians, if you will, or, or songwriters around you. So it kind of felt like a lonely time. Um, and so during this season of writing, I kept writing, um, but it felt very like I, I was more in a mindset of solitude, and I spent mm-hmm. a lot of time outside writing these songs. Um, so you get a lot of that thematic feel of nature and God's creation in Among mm-hmm. the Pines. And so, um, you know, moving as well, we're trying to find that house that worked for our family of seven. And uh, out here in Washington, I don't think they make rentals that have more than three bedrooms. So it it was always really tight quarters. And so I did find myself outside um, riding. I found some really good spots out on this island where I would sit on this panoramic view and just uh, take in my surroundings and... uh, and write from there. So uh, it really was as it felt like, uh, you know, it was just me and my guitar and the Lord uh, and his creation surrounding me. So there's just so much inspiration and uh, just really blessed to, you know, where I was. And in that season of writing, I feel like it, it came across just how I was feeling. So, well, that's great. That's, and I'm, I'm glad that you touched on kind of the difficulty of, of moving yeah you know? and I and I think I think you can kind of hear that in um, the transition of the music is I think I always think it's interesting the way that what we're going through in life kind of comes out in what we're creating and, and in what we're writing right and, mm-hmm. and I think you can can feel that with a different feel in this album and, and you talk about the places where you were writing I'm curious how much does uh, co-writing play into your process these days do you prefer to to sit down and, and do it yourself or spend time outside or, or do you get together after you've initially started writing with other writers uh, so, so like for this EP was it mostly you or was it you with the help of some other uh, songwriters yeah I think you know so co-writing comes with maturity and um I feel like in my younger days, I I really wanted to have that ownership and just say I did it all myself. And I'm learning to uh, open up a little more with that. Uh, I guess I like to take it as far as I can and then uh, invite others in. But I found a real love of writing with uh, Anthony Hoisington from Mm. uh, Brothers McClurg and uh, Ian Zumbach. He's another writer that uh, wrote with me on this album on Upstream. And uh, so... I mean, this one is, uh, there's 
more songs that I wrote by myself, but I mm. really I feel more sentimental towards some of the ones that I wrote with my buddies, and yeah. uh, and so those were just special moments of us coming together and uh, how can we make this the best song that we can, uh, you know, how can we say this in the best way? And when you put more minds together, it really works well. So yeah, that's that's terrific, and and you know I I often will have. Uh, Maybe maybe not young, but newer songwriters uh, will reach out to me sometimes, yeah. and they'll send me a message, and they'll say, you know, what's some good advice? In fact, I was at a, a conference this weekend, and, and a young, um, I, I didn't ask his age, but I assume he was, was late high school years, mm-hmm. and uh, and he and his family they were kind of asking me, you know, you have any good advice for a songwriter? He's starting to write music, and... and um, you know, one thing I, I do try to tell people is, you know, collaboration is so wonderful. And like you said, I, I wish I had learned that early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's so much, and, and not even just as like a co-writer, but even being able to um, take good constructive criticism, you know, mm-hmm. from people. And, and people that'll that'll make the song so much better. I, I think of in my own life people like... Um, like Paul Balash, who early on, you know, heard some of my songs and quickly gave me, like, not not like that's the greatest song I've ever heard, but yeah. immediately goes like, yeah, that's a good line, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think I'd keep this, you know, yeah, I think sure. I'd change that and do that. And at first, you're kind of like heartbroken by it, <laughs> yeah. but people people like Paul taught me in such a loving way, like they they really want you to do better and so when they're critiquing a song they approach it like they're co-writing the song you know and and they and and so i i think i can appreciate that too what you said because i used to be that same way i i wanted the sole (laughs) ownership of it (laughs) yeah but but don't you think that there's really something beautiful that happens as a result of the the fellowship with other writers together yeah, it really is. And you get to celebrate together, you know, after mm-hmm. it's done and finished and released. Uh, there's just something really cool about uh, being able to say that they were a part of this. So I love yeah. that. Well, and, and Anthony and Ian are, are great brothers anyway, just uh, on a on a relational level. So yeah. it's awesome that, that you guys get a chance to write together in this capacity, too. And, Absolutely. And, uh, and you can hear good quality songs on this album. Now, I think every uh, writer, when they release an album, they, I think they're always proud of the whole album and... And so asking a writer like which one is their favorite is is almost like asking you which child is your favorite. So, <laughs> it's so true. So, but but I do wonder is is there a particular song on this project that that just really holds a special place in your heart? Maybe because of something that either happened in the studio or or maybe something that kind of was working in you whenever you were writing the song. Yeah, you know the song that really caught me by surprise. Um, just in the whole development of it was upstream and you know speaking of anthony and ian they were the co-writers on that and then also uh, my drummer here that i've just grown to love and we play really well together here in washington um he i flew him out to the studio with me and so he kind of created the percussion side of this mm. song as well so there's just so much um creativity and uh um I don't know, working together on this song that just made it so special. And it just mm-hmm. came to life, and I knew immediately um, we all kind of said, this has got to be the single. And so it was our first release to kind of 
get people interested in Among the Pines and let them know what it was going to sound like. Well, let me ask you another question because I know you're you're not only a a, a husband but you're you're a busy father as yeah. well. F- five children. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and as you're talking about that, and then in in the transition of a move and trying to find adequate living quarters and just all that that is going on, that's a lot just in itself. I wonder, do you have any um, maybe set routine that you kind of carve out in your schedule? to be a songwriter and and what i mean by that is you know is have you had to be almost a little bit legalistic about it at times to kind of make yourself like write it down on the calendar today's mm-hmm. the day got to do this writing and and what's what's kind of been your method is is it something like that or is it more kind of when you take those moments out on a walk or whatever and you can find some quiet moments yeah it you know it looks different really in any season that i've been in um you know i've had moments where i had my chair uh in my spot that i would write and mm-hmm. usually i'm a night a night owl. And so I like to spend after the kids are in bed and the wife, she usually goes to bed pretty early as well. Um, I'm out there just kind of pressing in to the word of God, to, um, to the theme of whatever that song is, uh, really doing my research and thinking about how I can, um, explain what I'm trying to get after. Uh, I do a lot of object writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I pick, um, just objects and I'll write every, Think of every sense that I can explain just that object, and I could pull those into songs later. Um, you know, in this season for me, um, having spent a lot of time outside uh, in my writing, and then even just as I'm walking, I, I have a whole library of voice memos on my phone. Um, so if I'm hiking or if I'm in my car and something comes uh, to me, I'll just record it and make sure it's there. Uh, ready for later so it's just really sporadic for me um and i but i do write a lot at night when everybody's mm-hmm. kind of tucked in and uh and i have my my time then so yeah well go a little deeper with that if you don't mind i'd love yeah. to hear a little bit more of what you talk about with object writing um I, I think i know what you mean by that but by object writing do you mean like say you're out on a walk yeah. and you see i don't know let, let's say a unique rock formation or something that that really catches your attention yeah what you mean by that will you like start kind of brainstorming about different images that might evoke in you and that object or what what do you mean go a little deeper on the object writing thing for yeah. our listeners so you know it's um so basically you're thinking about that object um so like the song among the pines uh on this album it's it's really that song was mostly all object writing uh Mm. you know as i was spending time in my my folks backyard they have this stream that runs there and i was trying to think of um just all of the times in that moment um there was the smell of chimney smoke in the air because it was brisk but i was laying under this just beautiful tree uh and you can hear the wind rustling through it um and what else is this the sound of the trickling water um and you know so trying to get in the the smell you know the smell of that moment so that the fog of the chimney is kind of that that smoke that you're smelling Mm -hmm. um the sound of the rustling um you know grasses in the fields 
Um, you're trying to describe um, that setting to the best of your ability that you invite the listener to feel like they are, they can be a part of it. And yeah. so, um, writing better lyrics by Pat Patterson, um, he wrote a book on object writing and we went through this in 10,000 fathers worship school. And so it just really, uh, during that time we were encouraged to take journals and, uh, and pick these objects throughout time and just write everything we could about, you know, water. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but you just go on. It doesn't have to be poetic. It could just be, um, what comes to your mind in that moment. And you'll find later on that you can use some of those things in songs. So yeah. it's it's a great thing. I could be better at it, uh, you know, in reminding myself to journal these ideas down. But I love the idea, and I think it's helpful in keeping our minds uh, sharp and active in writing. Even if we're not writing songs, we're, we're keeping our minds uh, working towards thoughtfulness and creativeness. Yeah, and that book, by the way, because I know some of our listeners might be interested in that as well. It's called Writing Better Lyrics, and yes. it's by Pat 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 Patterson. Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe that's that's a tough name because you feel like you're stuttering when you're saying <laughs> Pat Patterson. But I know. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a great book, though. I'm going to add it to my uh, to read list here uh, on on Goodreads, so I'll make sure I check that out in the future. I'm always looking for um, better ways of uh, hopefully sharpening the the iron of songwriting so to speak yeah well well, well let me ask you this because i i think you did a great job on this album of of not only uh with the lyrics that you write creating a picture but uh you and and uh i i'm i didn't even look so closely at the liner notes but i assume chris produced it right chris hoising yeah he did yep and uh you know he always does such a great job of of matching um, and and marrying the lyrics and the song uh, w- with a feel that that fits together, and it seems like he always finds something unique on the track. Like when Ian Zumbach did uh, "Murderer or a Messenger," mm-hmm. um, it was it was that record player sound that was making that kind of crackly percussive sound in the background, you know, throughout the record. And yeah. um, when when he recorded with me, um, there was a song that that dealt heavily it's called be my all and there's a, a bridge that says you are the potter i am the clay and mm-hmm. and he used the sound of a potter's wheel as the percussion on the it. song and yeah. i just thought it was so cool uh was there anything like that that you know kind of added um a background flair that maybe the listeners wouldn't even necessarily like stand out to him but you just go like wow that's so cool and mm-hmm. that's a story that needs to be told about the studio yeah he uh he definitely had a creative uh, moment in this uh, album for sure. And, uh, you know, after sending him the songs, my rough tracks over and telling him the title of what I wanted to name the album, Among the Pines, uh, right away he sent back and he's like, man, there's such a theme here. And so if you've listened to this album already, it's got this, um, it's got an intro that really invites you in. It's got this rustling mm-hmm. wind that sounds like it's just... Um, going through the pines and then there's crackle of the branches kind of hitting each other and um, and a little bit of uh, crickets throughout the album. So we brought this theme of, the, of nature and uh, it's gapless. So there's never any stopping in this album until you get to the very last song. Hmm. And so you feel like you're in, in the setting of Among the Pines. So yeah. it starts with that intro. It's that call. It's just kind of beckoning you in to this journey 
and uh, it just goes from song to song in, in one flow. And so he was just really creative in that. And I, I love how it turned out being gapless. I was a little worried about, you know, because in this day of age, people are buying songs individually or mm-hmm. liking songs individually. And I feel like this album is meant to be sit, sat down and listened to in one sitting. Um, and people are really enjoying it like that. So I'm getting a little, getting a lot of people telling me that they're listening to it all the way through because of mm. that. So it was a smart move and uh, it's a brilliant idea that Chris brought in. Well, that's great. And you know, that, that brings me to a, a point of discussion too, because I think everybody's trying to, to figure out the best way to release music anymore. You know, do you do it as an EP? Do you just do it as a series of singles? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had, I've had Andrew Osingo on my show a few times and, um, he was trying something where, uh, he would, he would give the full album to donors who, who gave to the Kickstarter, but for everybody else, for like a year, he was only gonna release like a song a month, mm. uh, out to, to iTunes or Spotify or wherever. So you really couldn't get the whole album unless you had kind of given in advance. And then a year after, um, everything came out as singles, then the official album would drop by right. itself. And I thought that was a really creative idea. Yeah. Um, but I wonder what your thoughts on that. If, you know, we're, we're all trying to mm-hmm. figure out what's the best way to do this in this age where we just stream everything. What What's your personal preference, I guess, as a music listener? Right. Do you prefer when an artist puts out... Uh, say the entire album or mm-hmm. do you kind of like uh, in, in the way that you listen do you kind of prefer any more like an ep or just a single or what what's your personal preference yeah you know i could see you know kind of going back to the single thing i could see why people are doing it especially in a streaming world as it is now uh, mm-hmm. i feel like if you're releasing one song you're going to get more plays out of it more interest in that one song and so there's more dedication on that one uh you know, you put a lot of work into recording and writing a song. So to have it be shown its best uh, is important mm. uh, to the artist. But I think as a listener and as a music fan, uh, when somebody releases something, I want more than just one song, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I think EPs, uh, for me personally, uh, is giving your fans the best. Um, you're giving them more than just, just one piece of art. Uh, you're giving them something more broad and something for them to enjoy uh, beyond just that one song because i feel like you're just when you give them one song they're going to listen to it for you know a couple weeks maybe uh i could be wrong some people love music i know i've listened to songs forever Uh, but (laughs) but i i just feel like there's something more to be said about releasing uh, something a little bigger with more songs it's just more exciting to me when i get one of my favorite artists albums or eps So um, that's my preference. Gotcha. No, that's totally understandable. Well, well, let me ask you this, too, because all of us as musicians and writers, we have people that influenced us greatly. And uh, otherwise, we probably wouldn't be musicians. You know, there's people that we go, wow, I just I love their music and something inspired us. Who, who would you, if you had your preference, you know, uh, would you like your music to be associated with sort of um, like obviously right now I'll, I'll try to clarify my statement a little bit yeah. uh, you're on old bear records so you're automatically associated with sort of that old bear 
sound right. you know there's this uh, pantheon of artists you know uh, that that are a part of that um but other artists would say you know i'd love it if you know when people thought of me they saw somebody like tom petty you know mm-hmm. like i'm like i'm in that vein or something is is there an artist that you just have really connected with maybe from the beginning that you've thought boy if i if i could have people think of me and this other artist in the same category musically mm-hmm. who who would that artist or maybe a couple of artists like that be for you Oh man, I think I'm just such a music fan that mm-hmm. I I love so many artists, um, especially from so many genres, Christian and secular. Um, you know, so currently I just uh, I'm really into like uh, like sounds like from Gregory Allen Isakov, uh, Coulter Wall, and uh, you know some David Ramirez stuff. Um, but then in the the Christian world, I feel like I would uh, tour really well with like Zach Williams or David Crowder. Um, sure. because even though my music is, um, can come across a little more light and folky, um, live, I feel like I'm more of a kind of a little fireball, <laughs> a, little more, <laughs> a little more energy. Um, I love, I'm, I'm a worship pastor, so I've been doing that yeah. for 23 years. Uh, I love to lead worship. I love to invite others into singing and being a part of the, the music. So, um, those are a few that I, I really admire and enjoy. So, Well, I'm glad you said David Crowder because I, I hesitate sometimes to compare artists to other people. Mm-hmm. But as I listened through the albums, I, I kept thinking, you know, he kind of reminds me of David Crowder. Sure. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. so I'm glad that you said it and I was yeah. thinking it earlier. And so I'm like, great, this is spot on, you know, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, um, I, love, I love that he brings a lot of the old hymns back, uh, yeah. you know, some Gaither tunes and just... He's just really good at bringing those back for and kind of bringing them to life for the younger church. And yeah. so and another guy that you I know you love is Andrew Peterson. I feel like oh, yes. for him, uh, even the Grey Havens, they're kind of all associated together. But the, mm-hmm. they were the ones that inspired me to write better lyrics, you know, to yeah. maybe think a little bit more poetically. And, uh, you know, with Andrew Peterson being an author as well, it's uh, there's something to be said about putting a lot of time and investments and and heart into your lyrics and not just writing something that's catchy or just has a hook. I I like creativity. Yeah, definitely. Have you had a chance to read his new book? Um shoot, something something the darkness um I haven't. The, the the title left me doggone it. It's it's so good. If you yeah. have a chance to read it, I I recommend it to everybody. It's it's something like ornamenting the okay. darkness. That's that's not right though. Sure, uh, sure. It's it's something like that. But if you look up Andrew Peterson's 2019 book, um, it it has so much. It's kind of a it's kind of an autobiography, but it's also a lot about sort of his method of writing both books and songwriting and different things that have affected him along the way. So I I always try to recommend. That to writers mm-hmm. whenever I have a chance because he's he's just as good on the written page as he is listening to him I think so yeah yeah that's good stuff it's funny I've been uh, super passionate and excited about uh, finding Louis L'Amour old western books <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. I bought a whole box set at a Goodwill and uh, I've just been reading like one a week it's just been really fun so that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah because they're not like incredibly big books but you know they're just like fun and kind of take you to a different time period in life and yeah 
it's it's interesting to see you know where whereas we're kind of in a time of like everything superheroes like probably our parents grew up in this time where like everything on the screen was cowboys you know and, yeah. and all those uh, or maybe our grandparents were more in that time but um it's interesting how just how big those were and uh, I've, I've read a couple of those too and they really do kind of just uh, grab onto you pretty quick if you start reading them that's totally. great yeah so. <laughs> well you know before our time runs out together um because I think I want to close the show out today with this song. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the the tune "This Old Coat" just a little bit more. It's a, it's a song that, uh, as as is described actually in your press release, uh, is a song that aches with a longing for eternal renewal. And to me, it's one of the most poetic songs on the album. I, I wonder if you could just share a bit about this old coat and kind of what it means to you. Yeah. Um, you know, this old coat stems from the parable of the old garment, new wineskin in uh, Matthew nine sixteen through 17. Um, I had originally written it for a compilation um, that's yet to be released. Um, it's probably, I would say this is probably one of my favorite songs on the, the record, just because I did spend so much time um, studying and immersing myself in the scripture and just trying to describe what it meant to, um, you know, kind of let go of our our old ways or my old ways. I was, you know, it's easy to cover up little sins that, and it just makes it worse. So, you know, mm. you play off like, ah, they're not that bad, uh, you know, sorry, Lord. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I wrote this song while I was living in Minnesota and I, uh, I had this old coat that was just so comfortable. And that's kind of where the old coat idea came as I was, mm. uh, thinking of what, what is a garment? And so, um, I was thinking of an old coat that you just don't want, don't want to let go, uh, yeah. keep putting patches on to try to, to keep it. So it's, it's wearable, I guess, or it's working to keep you warm. And, um, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, I guess it's thinking even of the wine skin, uh, mm. you know, if we're living in our old ways and we're studying scripture, we're hearing the word of God, um, and all this newness is coming into our life, uh, it's just, it's leaking out, you know, it's just going to fall out. And I feel like that's where God wants us to give him, give that old coat over and just say, God, make me new. Give me, give me your newness of life. Um, you know, in the lyrics, it just, it talks a lot about that of being made new. Um, he's the restorer of all things. And so that's really what it's about. Um, you know, that we would be filled with his goodness and it wouldn't leak out and we'd uh, understand his ways of being made new, being, yeah. being a new creation in Christ. Well, I think that's a great way for us to, to close our conversation out together today. So uh, once we say goodbye here, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, that song for our listeners from your newest album. And uh, again, I want to congratulate you uh, because this is really a, a special project. And, and I hope that uh, you find many new listeners among the pines or wherever they listen. <laughs> yeah. But but Among the Pines is a great EP uh, for for all of you listening, you can find it everywhere that you you stream music. And um, I, I forgot to ask this, but can they buy physical copies of the CD, uh, or is it at this point uh, still just uh, streaming only? 
No, absolutely. You can buy them at uh, RyanClaireMusic.com. Um, CDs are available there. I ship them out as soon as I uh, see the order come in. So Awesome. Well, that's terrific. And, and I do want to send everybody to Ryan, Yes. Uh, for the website. And we'll make sure and, and put links to that in the show notes of this show as well. Well, as I tell my guests every week, Ryan Clare, thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week. Absolutely. Blessed to be here. Thank you. And I've been wearing this old coat for far too long These filthy rags all stay in torn who could afford Cover up the rent all on his own And every chasm, every tear, every hole Make me new I will not be satisfied anymore Living as an old red old wineskin Spills on the floor Fill me up, make me new, oh Lord Yes, fill me up, make me new, oh Lord
righteousness of God And I'll be filled with your goodness We'll cover, Lord, your gracious In the hands of the Maker I'm restored Make me joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.